I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we'll be discussing body counts, which means the number of people you have slept with. We will also discuss when you can ask what someone's body count is and whether or not you should tell your partner how many people you slept with. Stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hello, Matt. Hello, Anna. Matt, I have been dying to talk to you about this, and I can't believe this is the first time we're discussing this. Everyone's been waiting for this. Give us an update on Magical Date Girl. Ah, okay. So, the Magical Date Girl and I have been, for a better term of words, plotting along quite well now. We are wow. um, exclusive, so that was a big step. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I, I mean, I don't really think the exclusive is a massive step. Like, it sort of comes to a point where you're like, okay, I'm not interested in anyone else right now. You weren't doing it anyway. I wasn't doing it anyway. That's just, you know, having the conversation, which I guess is something that we talk about is a step in the relationship. It's a necessary step. It is, yeah. Look, I'm very happy with how it's going to the point almost where I think there could be a chance I could ask her to be my girlfriend soon. What? I don't know. I don't want to say anything too soon. Oh, but my goodness. Yeah, I don't want to, Yeah, let's just play it cool and I'll, <laughs> I'll see where it goes. Look, it's... Question. Mm-hmm. How are you going to ask her to be your girlfriend? Like, in your mind, have you, like, conjured up a plan? 100%. I'm thinking about taking her down to, like... Somewhere, a nice place, maybe somewhere, maybe by the lake. I don't know, something nice on the nice beach. Nice scenery. Nice scenery. <laughs> so, next episode, can we potentially have our fingers crossed that maybe you have a girlfriend officially? I mean, a lot could happen in a week. I don't want to get anyone's <laughs> hopes up. Let's just see where the week goes. We'll see where the week goes. How about you, Anna? How are you and Michael traveling? How was he after his appearance on Where's Your Head At? I mean, look, you've met Michael many times. He's super confident, very charismatic, and I think he killed it. Like, he doesn't do, like, the whole (laughs) getting up in front of cameras or anything like this. So I was honestly so proud of him. I thought he did an amazing job. He obviously always speaks really well and eloquently, and, yeah, things are going well between us. We're deeply into that honeymoon phase. I just don't want it to end. Like... We're having so much fun together. We love hanging out with each other. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy, as you know. He got a lot of positive feedback for his episode, but yeah. even better, it's happy. I'm happy that you guys are happy. I can see it on you guys. Um, love being around you guys. You're cute and it's good to see. Thank you, Matt. But brings us to our topic of today. <laughs> yes. So- How does that bring us to our topic of today? <laughs> well, I'm going to straight up ask you, have you had the conversation about your body count with him or his body count? Have you asked him? Hmm, let's jump into the episode and we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Okay, Anna. So, today we're talking about body count. For people listening at home, what exactly does a body count mean? Okay. So, I mean, I guess it started from the army. It's the count of bodies that a soldier has killed from the enemy. But 
Somehow in our 21st century world, it has transformed into being the number of people you've slept with, Matt. So, my mum would say your notches in your bedhead. She's like, how many notches in your bedhead? <laughs> what about know? notches in the bell? Notches in the bell. Oh, is yeah, I think, is that the same one? I, I'm I not, think that is. That's around the same thing. No, a notch, she's a notch in my bell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Matt, would you reveal your body count to a partner if they asked you okay great question i love that straight up (laughs) i have in the past yes yeah i would not now okay so second day with magical date girl we're on a walk and she asked me straight up what my body count was wow big question for a second day yeah and i said look i have been in relationships where i've expressed it it's backfired it's been used against me it's been thrown in my face I'm not going to openly say it. It's by no stretch of the imagination am I saying I've got hundreds. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not- Well, hundred. Well, yeah. So, what I what I said to her was, I said, so, on national television, I said that I'd slept with 106 women. You did. So, on Love Island. And you got crucified for it, right? Yeah, I did. Um, the one thing my old man said to me was when I got off the show was, he said, proud of you. You killed it. Amazing on there. Just you should not have expressed your body, your how many women you've slept with. He said yeah. that's just a, a gentleman doesn't do that. Yeah. So and I took that on board, and we've spoken about this as well. Mm-hmm. And you said to me it was your biggest regret. But let's dive into that. Why is that a, a regret of yours? Like, why is it so bad having people know how many people you've slept with? I think there's a massive stigma around it. Mm-hmm. Like the greater the number, the more. People think, oh, you're just like, and I hate to say it because I don't believe in it, but like you're more of a tart, you're more of a sleep around, all that sort of fuck stuff. boy. Yeah, fuck boy. And I don't believe in that sort of stuff. I mean, everything is like situational. I guess when I was younger, it was more of like something to be proud of to your mates. When okay. I was immature and younger, it was like, oh, I've slept with X amount. But now you grow up and you realize it's not like, it, it's just, you know what I mean? It's not the be all and end all. It's just like I've been in a lot of situations where I've been able to sleep with different women. Yeah, I mean, so you think that when you're younger, you kind of boast about it and then maybe as you get older and that number is probably higher than you might like, you're a bit like embarrassed about it, would you say? Yeah, I wouldn't say embarrassed, but I mean, people can use it against you. Mm. And that's what I said to Magical Date Girl. I said, I've been in a relationship where it was used against me. It wasn't used. Me expressing that honesty wasn't the best idea. I said, you can tell me yours. I'm more than like, she told me hers and I was like, okay. I just don't think though it's healthy to know your partner's body count. I don't think really? it is. I don't think- See, I've always known all of my partners and I feel like they've always known mine. So, you openly will share it if they ask? Yes. Okay. And do they openly share it? Yeah. They, I mean, reluctantly sometimes that I might like push a little bit and I'll be like, I really want to know. And then I'll get like a rough area. But yeah, I mean, most of the time people are willing to share, okay. wouldn't you say? Yeah, I was until, like I said, it was thrown in my face and used against me. And now I'm like... But that's more just like toxic relationship vibes as opposed to like... I've been in healthy ones and it's definitely been brought up as really? well. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like where they've said, well, did you say this to all the X amount you've slept with? Do you mm. know what I mean? That sort of stuff. And I'm just like, it can lead for insecurities, I feel. Yeah. So, obviously, 
personally for me, I'd say that my body count has always been substantially lower than the guys that I've dated. I'm talking like theirs is 10 times, 20 times more. And I'm like, whoa, how is this possible? Like that's common, right? Like guys have a way bigger body count than women, generally speaking. I feel like, I don't know how you, what you think of this, but like I said, when you're younger, it was like you'd go out with the boys and you'd be like, all right, thrill of the kill, who's picking up tonight sort of thing. And you'd go out for that reason. So it was like a game. It's not so much a game, but more like, all right, like that was the intention of going out. It was to take someone home and that was where it was. And a lot of boys would do that. A lot of my mates would do that. I would find myself doing that if the opportunity arose. It, it was just how it was. And essentially, if that's happening and you're like 18 going out a lot, that thing is continuously rising to X amount of numbers that you're on. Yeah. Like I know this sounds like a little bit silly, but I was always really conscious to keep my number quite low like I feel like the societal pressures that I felt like you don't want to sleep with heaps of guys like I always had this thing where I was like I don't want him to be able to say I've slept with Anna yeah I don't believe in the word slut I don't think that no I don't no think that, I know I don't think that's a thing I don't I I was always raised by my mum and that not to that give that word any attention but I do agree with what you're saying yeah. like you didn't want people to think that because when you have sex with someone, you're opening yourself up to them and you're giving them your energy. Yeah, and it is. It's an energy exchange. All right, Anna. So what would your body count be around then? <laughs> I know you're not going to give it an exact number. What What are we looking at? Is it higher than 20? It's not higher than 20. How can I like give enough away without telling? When I met Josh, my body count was at 12. Okay. So I guess like people can kind of work out the math, but it's lower than twenty. So okay. okay, I didn't. I actually didn't know. What, I didn't know what your body count was. I actually, but now you have a rough idea. Yeah. <laughs> What's your body count, Matt? Uh, like I said, I'm not. Go- the biggest regret was expressing the number. So when I was on Love Island, I was on 106. Okay. And since 2019, heavy partying days, had a bit of a year relationship and then you had some heavy party days, <laughs> I feel like it would have gone up substantially. Yeah, I put a couple of notches in my bed head. I oh, mean, my God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, you've come off a show. It, it was, yeah, a lot, yep. a lot of partying, a lot of... um. You saw firsthand. You were there for a lot of it. Unfortunately, and, yeah. And then <laughs> you saw what I was up to. Yeah. Do you think it matters? Like, does it matter? Or is it just like this thing that we talk about that really is irrelevant to everyone's lives? Oh, it, it depends. I've been told about, I got told by a girl and hers was higher than I expected. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit it took me off by guard. Question, mm. was her body count higher than your body count no no okay okay but i'm just gonna pause you there because look at the social norms that we've been conditioned to be accepting of men with a higher body count but then there was a girl who didn't even have as high a body count as you and it's caught you off guard like that just shows like such a separation between what's accepted from men and women look i didn't really care i just was a bit taken back by that it was nothing about women how much they've slept with or guys how much they've slept with it was just me trying to calculate stuff in my head yeah i have a friend who's a girl and she's the exact same as like any guy would be she doesn't care she just she's 
totally fucked that stigma off and just gone, all right, I'm going to do it. I want to do what I want to do. And like hat off to her because Good for her. it's 2021 and you have every right to do that. Yeah. Okay, Matt. So according to a 2011 to 2015 CDC data, women between the ages of 25 to 44 had a median of 4.2 sexual partners while men in that age group had a median of 6.1 sexual partners. Does that seem low? What? That seems very low. That seems very low to me. I mean, when we were on Love Island, we did a sexual education on Australians. I remember that. And that's that stat reminded me of that bang on game. Because it felt lower than it should have been. And I remember thinking to myself, this just doesn't seem, yeah, it seems very low. Yeah. I mean, I reckon the median body count for guys I've dated, they normally say it's like around 100. I feel like a lot of guys I know are around that at my age. Mm. Um, what's Michael on? Um, guys you've dated i I did ask him if i was allowed to divulge this piece of information and obviously he doesn't want that number out there for everyone which is totally fair enough i wasn't surprised by his number i think it's like pretty normal for a guy like so it was around the hundred and something i mean i'm i'm not gonna say would i have liked it to be lower of course like every girl wants to feel like their boyfriend was a virgin when when they met them. <laughs> well, we're not being realistic, are we? Unless you mean with all the experience, just yeah, like with all the, <laughs> the talent, we still want the experience. <laughs> yes. Okay, Matt. So I have an interesting survey to share with you. Out of two thousand people who were in relationships. hadn't disclosed their number and of the 58% who had, nearly half shared information within three months of dating. Mm. Is it weird, Anna, that 40% didn't share that with their partner? I mean, yeah, it is kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't you share that information? Like, obviously, those people feel insecure. Maybe they feel like they're going to be judged. They don't want their partner to have a negative opinion on them. So they're keeping that information to themselves. Also, interestingly, when it comes to sharing the numbers of past sexual partners, 32% of the respondents admitted to changing their digits, with 42% of those being male and 23% being female. So the males are actually being more dishonest with their partners. What do you think of that? Uh, I could see a couple of blokes maybe going under, like less and really? trying to play it down. Have I've, you lied? No, I've never lied about my body count. I've just always been honest and transparent. But Best way to be. I guess I probably, if someone asked me too soon, I might say I'm not going to tell you or like yeah, it, yeah. I feel like it's too soon to divulge that type of information. But yeah, like I actually going back to what we were saying before, I reckon that guys like amp it up a little bit. Really? Yeah, like I once had a guy tell me he had slept with 500 women and I was like, <laughs> "How?" Like I I've done the math. <laughs> You're a fuckboy, but like how on earth? That's an extravagant amount. I think he's lying there. There's no way you can How old was he? 34 at the time. Who knows? Give him benefit of the doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's jump into talking about what should you share with your partner and what should you not share. 
All right, guys, we're going to go through some things you should share with your partner and some things you shouldn't share with your partner. Yeah, let's jump in, Matt. So the first thing that we think that you can share with your partner is your cheating history. It's good to be open and honest. I think if you've cheated and then you don't tell your partner and that information could be found out later or by an ex-partner, that's where we get into the red zone. I think it's good to be transparent and honest about that one. Yeah, I agree. I think this one should go without saying you should share your medical history. So, STIs, medical health and anything that could stop you from doing certain stuff, well, they're going to pick up on it anyway. So, it's better to be honest and upfront about that sort of stuff. Exactly. We then have, you should also be open about financial issues. If you are joining partnerships with someone, you're going to be a couple, you know, it becomes a joint battle. And I think if you're having issues, it's best to be upfront. How early do you bring financial stuff up? Because I know a lot of people are private about that. What's What would be a recommended time? I mean, look, I really find it uncomfortable and I would prefer not to talk about it for the first, like, say, six months. And I think if you're in a strong relationship for six months, then you can talk about it. But, of course, like, finances come up here and there, like, who's paying for this, who's paying for that, and you can slowly get into it and kind of eventually start talking about those bigger sort of topics and questions and future plans. But, you know, it doesn't have to happen straight away. I agree. We then have anxiety and depression. I think... It's good in relationships. I suffer from anxiety. It's really good to be upfront and open about that. Like I've had boyfriends where they're really bad at dealing with someone I, I was with about anxiety. To, I was about to say 100% agree yeah. because you need to know straight up how they're going to react to that and how they're going to handle it because you need to be with someone that can handle your anxiety and your depression. Yeah, and like, you know, Michael also suffers from anxiety and we're really good with dealing with each other's anxiety because we know about it. You know, we know how to talk to someone with anxiety and how to not belittle them or make them feel less than. I've dated people that did not know how to deal with my anxiety. (laughs) And um, (laughs) fuck, at least with some toxic... Me and that used to have these chats. I'd be like, he doesn't he doesn't understand my anxiety. And he'd be like, same, she doesn't understand it. She try and match my anxiety levels. I'm like, fucking narcissist, you don't do that. <laughs> okay, past traumas, grief, and life-changing events, they're so important to share with your partner. It brings a deeper sense of connection. And, and- with that, the perfect timing is you'll know. You'll know when you're in the moment and you can express and share those moments with someone. Yeah, and I think it's really important to make sure that you- Don't just put it all out on the table on the first day. No. (laughs) Yeah. No, and I think it's important to really like see how your partner reacts to that. Like, do they acknowledge your feelings? Do they ask you questions about it? Are they interested in it? Or do they kind of brush those past traumas under the rug and pretend that they don't exist? And I mean, those things can be deal breakers as well. Exactly. And lastly, I think you should share how your last relationship ended. I think that can definitely tell a lot about someone, about how they go about things and where their head's at on certain Mm. stuff. Yeah, I think it's good to see if someone has really reflected on their relationship. They can see where things went wrong and they're willing to kind of work through and make sure those types of issues don't happen again in your relationship with them. How good is it when someone wants to learn and better themselves? Amen. I know. (laughs) God sent. Okay, Matt, we've spoken about the things that you should share with your partner. Body count being one, if you feel comfortable But let's talk a bit about what you shouldn't be talking to your partner about. I think intimate details about your sexual past. Mm. Magical Date Girl and I were very open about that at the start. Yep. 
obviously when there's not many feelings floating around, it's you don't you, care. You don't care. <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh, okay, that's all right. You like to do that. You know what I mean? Like that sort of stuff goes around. But then as your feelings start to grow, emotions start to come into play. We learned the hard way that, like, we have now nipped that in the butt. We don't. You don't want to talk. We about don't talk stuff about like that, that stuff. Yeah, it took a real nasty turn one night, and we just realised that's not what we want to talk about anymore. Yeah. yeah. And like, if you if you love someone, you don't want to hear about their threesomes and foursomes and crazy escapades in Vegas. Like, yeah. you know, it was. It's in the past. Let's leave it in the past, and like, let's focus on. You guys, and I feel like that list of things was just an absolute dig at me. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, the next thing is we don't want to talk about all the faults from our last partners and all the problems that we face with them and how bad of a person they are. Like, no one wants to hear that. At the end of the day, you were with that person at one point. It couldn't have been all bad and, you know, again, it's, it's good to be respectful. Again, we were guilty of that as well and we've nipped that in the butt really early at the start. Mm. We were very expressive on what went wrong and what the faults were and we've said, nah, no more of that. We don't it – does, it's toxic and it doesn't need to be done in yeah. a relationship. The last one, Matt, and this one <laughs> – Oh my goodness, oh, is, is is so stressful in relationships and put a massive stress on them, is not to talk about whether you miss your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, look, this comes into the thing as well is if like I've been guilty of this in the past is comparing your current relationship to your last. You've done that? I have done that. I did that. Really? Yeah, I did do that. And I never do that. I always take every relationship as like a separate entity and like separate thing. I did it once and I will, I'll never do it again. It's toxic. It's toxic and it just, it, it dooms something from the start. Yeah. Like you sit there and you're like, oh, well, she wouldn't have done it like this, that we would do this, blah, blah, blah. And you mm, can't. No. You got to take every situation differently. Everyone's different. Yeah. And attack it differently. Yeah. I I mean, question, do you think you should even be in a relationship if you miss your ex? A hundred percent, no. You need to go be single and reflect and- Yeah, like and you're in the wrong relationship. Like yeah. I don't miss any of my exes. Like, Same. Like factually, like don't miss them. Like, yeah, they were great people. Yeah, I was with them at one point. Yeah, they have good qualities. Do I miss them? No. Like yeah. why would I be with someone else if I still had a longing to- an ex, right? Yeah, I mean, if you still, like you said, if you still are thinking about your ex and have feelings and you miss them, do not get into another relationship. Move past that, build on yourself and then find a new relationship. Okay, guys. Well, that's all we have time for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode on body count we'd love to hear what your body count is so we are going to leave a question box <laughs> on our instagram page where's your head at pod i'll be surprised if people are honest or they're just lying and making stuff Let, up well let's have some honesty guys we yeah, want to hear we want to <laughs> see what the average number is because we don't believe the facts that we were told yeah no we want it we want to get a realistic number so Hit us up. We want to hear if you're not following Where's Your Head At Pod. Make sure you do that now. And until next time, bye. Bye.